0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thank you again for joining me for Life Point. If you were here yesterday, you know I was with uh, Doug Armstrong, who was the former general manager of KTVB Channel 7 for 22 years and ran the Hawaii station for eight years. And uh, Doug is now the retired, but is also the chaplain of the Idaho State Senate. And, Doug, thanks for joining me again today. That's an honor Tom thank you and I wanted to ask you a few questions i've got so many questions so i we may have to go into tomorrow too but I've got so many questions uh one is you're in a field that's kind of interesting because it, it affects almost everybody on the planet except maybe third world countries and that is TV yeah you have ran uh, thirty years ran TV stations and how and how do you handle these people that you work with number 1 and number 2 is the uh the, I don't even know what the word would be uh, uh the different shows that are on saying yes that's okay and no that's not or or saying no we're not going to do that
1: is that your role who does that yeah well those are those are all good questions and I I'll, I'll tell you I when I started in the industry and uh, I became the president of the uh, uh, NBC station in Honolulu um, in 1989. And um, I was not a Christian. And uh, I saw the industry um, very differently. I was a secularist. I was a skeptic. I, um, I just I got into the industry because I thought it was exciting, uh, fun, and, um, and that that would be a great way to spend a career. Um, and then um, three years later, after I became president of the NBC station, I became a Christian, and I started to see, and kind of the industry differently. And um, you know, as an insider, um, you you start to see the the strengths and the weaknesses, frankly, of the industry. Uh, and you know, some people would say that that television is a mirror of society, and then there are other people that would say that no, television is really kind of leading society. Um, those in the industry would say no we're just a mirror we're just reflecting back you know kind of the morals and values and and direction that society's going um but it's um it, it's it's it, it's kind of a, a hybrid of all of that together um, but a, a television station is interesting because you have different sources of programming the network uh in our case we were affiliated with NBC the network from New York and Los Angeles actually rented time on the local television station, mm. so eighteen hours a day was programmed by the network, and we really had no say in what the network produced oh and so that um, that part of it you kind of outsource and and you know that what we focused on uh, as a local television station was the stuff that we produced, and in our case, we did six hours of local news a day. Um, certain local shows that we would produce, sporting events, uh, community events, things like that, and then you get this hybrid, this this kind of twenty four hour a day uh, animal of some network, some local blended together. Um, but the relationship with the network was always uh, either a good one or a strained one, based on the programming that that they were producing. And uh, and sometimes, you know, they produce, NBC produces programming for every city in America at the same time. So what you see in New York City and Los Angeles, you also see in Boise, Idaho, or Burns, Oregon. And sometimes the community values in these other communities are different than they are in New York and Minneapolis and places like that. And so sometimes we would run up against um, community standards that were different, and and we would Make our our ourselves known to the network that perhaps the shows they were producing weren't fitting well in our community.
0: Well, were you the go to person for the major network? I mean, would they call upon the president of the company uh, uh, to work with that, or did you have somebody
1: under you that handled them? Um, I I was pretty much the person that worked with the network, right. and and we we also had a parent company that owned sixty television stations. And many of them were also NBC. Some of them were CBS. Some were ABC. And uh, and the parent company would also have a lot of dialogue going on with the network as well. Another question I
0: had was dealing with sports. And because you know that I'm a yeah. big sports guy. Yeah. Used to have a sports. We were talking about off the air. Used to have a sports radio show and coached uh, many, many sports over the many years. And, and very interested to, even to this day in, in sports. And we have a lot of coaches and athletes in our in our church right. and, and and things but uh, I've noticed that when I watch the news I watch uh, Channel 7 News I get all Boise State I they're tremendous coverage of Boise State Yeah I watch uh, the other stations which are fine stations uh, you know uh, I like, in fact, I like watching Demi Hawkins in the morning because of Dan. But sure. I, you know, sometimes yeah. on Channel Channel Two. But I just don't see any Boise State stuff hardly ever. In mm. fact, I don't even see sports. <clears throat> Have they given off, given away sports or something? But Channel Seven seems to cover high, all the high school, all the sports. What's yeah. with that?
1: Well, yeah, sports on local television has evolved over the really the entire United States, and it's a, it's a it's a fundamental of the internet because most people. Uh, when they tune in to watch a local sportscast on television, they already know the scores. They already know who won. They already know some of the details because they've got their smartphones. Yeah. They can dig into it, yeah. um, and they can even watch you know certain videos and things like that. So the television stations have had to evolve um, to kind of get more of the human interest stories uh, behind the scenes, and that's kind of labor-intensive to do that. You have to commit teams of people to go and do that and uh, channel 7 uh, typically has had a larger journalistic team than the other local television stations have so they have more resources to do that and that's why i think you see uh, more uh, local sports plus you know ktvb has been the official station for bronco nation for almost 15 years now yes and they and they do a great job at it i mean i love watching i love
0: there's a guy that I love. His name is Will. Uh, Will Hall. Will Hall. Yes. I just love that guy. You know, and he just, I don't. And, of course, i yeah. watch some of his things from home, and I see a, a scripture verse behind his, uh, his interview. Yeah, Will's know? a great guy. He's very just,
1: committed to his craft. I've never
0: met him in person, but... Uh, I would like to sometimes because he just he's just he's awesome. I like all those guys. I yeah. mean, it's it's fun to watch. So how do you decide? Uh, and this is I'm you're getting a curiosity out of me today. Uh, you know, <laughs> being that I have you with me, is how do you decide? Like who goes out on the field and does those interviews? I mean, rarely. I mean, you used to see D sometimes out there and Carolyn sometimes out there, but you see these other people that you don't know very well that aren't on your normal uh
1: broadcast uh who decides how that works well we have uh, every television station has what's called an executive news director and uh, and then there's a sports director typically for for television stations as well although those positions are starting to evolve and change um but you know you sometimes you'll have because of vacations and things like that you'll you'll send a, a a a news reporter to cover a sports story um but because the sports stories have Shifted and evolved into more human interest stories. That's okay, uh, because a lot of them are trained on how to dig, you know, deeper on those things. But Will and Jay Tust, those guys are pros. They understand the Broncos inside and out. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if they can't personally go, they can counsel and guide and advise those who are going. And uh, and they'll say, this is who you should talk to. This is what you should ask and uh and based on that they're kind of guiding and directing the bronco coverage
0: oh that's very good see these are things that the normal public does not know we look we're looking a little bit behind the scenes today and again i'm with doug armstrong the former uh, president of uh, ktvb channel seven in boise and and doug not only is uh been a tremendous asset to our the treasure valley not only in this area but doug you've been involved i've been a number of Christian events that you have been involved with and leadership. In fact, you and I both are involved in the leadership of the of the Harvest uh, right festival that is coming. I don't know what do you call a Harvest Festival. The, I think that's good uh, Harvest, uh, okay, festival, Harvest festival, yeah. But it's coming now next April, April twenty second. We yeah. are putting it back on again yeah. because it COVID kind of. You know, it must have been God's will because it just didn't happen, and we've soaked a lot of time and effort into it. And tomorrow on our show, we're going to talk about your experience and how you got involved with that and how you got saved. Because Doug, as I've said, he just isn't a man who uh, claims to be Christian. He is Christian people that know him, know all about him. And uh, it's so exciting to see people in an industry that affects so many people be a Christian influence, and I know, like you and I do in, in my world, we God has called us to minister to everyone. Uh, you know, all those that need Jesus. We want to love people into the kingdom of God. We want to share God's truth, and you you have uh, certainly done that over the years. And it's going to be exciting tomorrow to to hear that story how you came. Because, like you said in Hawaii, you would begin with you were not a Christian. I was not. No. You know, and so and then your life it took a one eighty and. And I'd be interested to know how that affected your family, your marriage and all that tomorrow. So people you've got to tune in tomorrow because tomorrow is gonna to be dynamite. That's what I'm gonna say. We're gonna be dynamite <laughs> tomorrow. But uh it's just it's just an honor to be able to talk to, to Doug. And again, if you missed early on, Doug has been now the chaplain. This will be his second year as chaplain of the state senate, and uh I am so thankful to have him at the state house. And the funny thing is, Doug, we're right across Right across the tundra from each other there, but we never see each other. I know it. It's just, you know, we come out, both of us have to leave and this and that, but somehow we've only ran into each other maybe twice, I I think. know.
1: Well, our start times are different often. Yes.
0: Yes. I should come in sometime when you guys are starting different and sit up in the... the top and uh, watch you guys. uh, Yeah, well, maybe we should
1: ask our leadership if we can swap one day. Do a reciprocal one day for fun?
0: That'd be kind (laughs) of fun. Yeah, we ought to. I think they'd probably be fine with it, actually. But uh, anyway, it's great. Well, folks, uh, we're about out of time again. These, as Doug and I were talking about, these uh, short moments go so incredibly fast. And I'm so thrilled that Doug said yes to this interview. And Doug, thank you for that.
1: Thank you, Tom.
0: And I'm going to have Doug actually come and speak at my church uh, this next March uh, before the harvest, and so I'll even let you know in the air about that if you want to come and hear him, because uh, he has a great testimony, and we want to we want to have him share that. Well, folks, go out and have a great day, and please tune in tomorrow. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church,